When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I want you to remember the line that I'm about to say. And I want you to remember it every single time you see this White House laugh in your face. Laugh at your misery. Laugh at the crumbling of of our economy. I want you to understand that this Democratic Party under Joe Biden believe in one thing. Their God is green. Their God is green and alternative energy. Their pagan is a electric car. That is what it is that they believe in. That is their God. And if you don't believe in it, their ideology is punishment a punishment for you because you do not believe in what they believe in gas prices are soaring and they want you to believe it's because of russia we know that's a lie we know that this white house is filled with pathological liars who keep saying things that are just untrue a couple months ago they said high gas prices were actually related to covid they even said it just two weeks before Russia happened and Ukraine. But then they found their new boogeyman, and that guy is Vladimir Putin. And their ideology is punishment for those who do not submit. Now, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto-download button and tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media, and if you would, write us a five-star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now... I want to remind you of Biden's energy secretary back in May, laughing at the pain at the pump then, and that was nothing compared to now, laughing at you when she was asked a question at the White House about rising gas prices. This was back in May. Obviously, we have the acute issues with the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack, but looking more holistically in a macro view, how does this speed up the efforts at DOE to move in more of a renewable direction since this is going to have an impact on people Yeah, I mean, we obviously are all in on making sure that we meet the president's goals of getting to 100% clean electricity by 2035 and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Uh There's the laugh. Let's go back to the very end. If if you were driving an electric car, this is, again, our, 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 our punishment. On you, because of our ideology, we are going to attack you. We are going to mock you. We are going to renew our criticism of you. And we're going to tell you that this wouldn't be affecting you if you just go spend fifty to $70,000 on a car that we tell you to buy. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. <laughs> uh- yes. It wouldn't be affecting you, would it? No, 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 no. Biden's energy secretary. If you drive an electric car, this wouldn't be affecting you. Well, isn't that good to know? Now, inflation is also skyrocketing right now. It has risen to 7.9% in February. That's a new 40-year high. So they hit a high, and now they're beating their last high. 
And if you woke up this morning, you're paying more for a gallon of gas now than in any other time in the history of this country. And that's beating yesterday. But you have to understand why they're okay with this. They needed this to happen. They needed there to be something that made the price skyrocket so they could then point at you and tell you, well, if you would just submit to our ideology and what we tell you to do, it wouldn't be that bad. Here's the other kicker, though, right now. Did you know that there is no guarantee that if you buy an electric car right now that you're actually going to save money? Did you know that? Did you know that actually if you put in a fast charger in your house, you're going to be paying a significant more per kilowatt hour than you'd be paying at, at say, $5.49 a gallon if gas gets to that point, which it looks like it's going to? This is what happens when you have these people that believe now because of COVID and their lockdowns that they can dictate to you everything you do in your life and they laugh at you and then they tell you stupid things like, oh, it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Well, two weeks ago before Vladimir Putin invaded, what did they say about energy? They said then that it was because of COVID. So which one is it? That's all I'm asking. I just want to know which one is it. Is it COVID or is it Putin? Because it can't be both if based on what you're saying. Senator Ted Cruz had a great point that he said about the Biden administration when he said their energy policy isn't just absurd. It's totally incoherent. It makes no sense, except I want to say one thing. It actually does. They want you to feel pain. They want you to suffer because you are not submitting to their ideology, which is that you must, to be a good human being, have an electric car. Well, and it's having big effects here at home. There's record-setting pain at the pump, getting worse by the day. Americans now paying an average of $4.25 a gallon. That's up $1.46 from the same time last year. Meanwhile, President Biden announcing a plan to ban Russian oil imports while eyeing other very problematic nations to fill the shortfall. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican on the Foreign Affairs Committee, is, joins us now. And one of the things that I wanted to get your take on was when you're from Texas, you're a senator from Texas. And when President Biden went to Texas yesterday, he had just announced a ban on Russian oil. He went and did an important event there about the burn pits from Iraq, but he didn't meet with anybody in Texas about domestic energy. You know, I, I got to say this administration's policy when it comes to energy is, is completely incoherent. Uh, President Biden started literally his first day in office basically declaring war on domestic energy production. He shut down the Keystone Pipeline on the first day in office, killed 11,000 jobs, 8,000 union jobs with a stroke of a pen. He halted all new leasing on federal lands, both onshore and offshore, and, and he stopped development in Anwar, a small region of Alaska that is incredibly rich in, in oil reserves. He shut them all down. His agencies have been waging war on domestic production, and we've seen domestic production dropping and dropping and dropping. And bizarrely enough, Biden combines that with being the best thing that ever happened to Vladimir Putin and the best thing that ever happened to Iran and the best thing that ever happened to Venezuela. Last week, the Biden administration sent their officials to Venezuela saying they want to buy oil from Nicolas Maduro. They're in Vienna trying to negotiate a deal that they want to buy oil from the Ayatollah in Iran. And Biden last year waived sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline, which is what caused the invasion of Ukraine. Their policy just makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense because why would you go buy oil from Maduro, a guy that you don't even 
<laughs> I mean, literally, we look at Maduro right now and we look at him and we say that he's not even the legitimate elected leader of Venezuela. Why would you buy oil from a guy that you just that, that is sanctioned right now that's not the legitimate leader of a country so that you can stop buying oil from Russia when you could actually fix both problems by doing one simple thing, which is allowing us in this country to drill? Now, the White House has been getting hammered for this, but they do believe that you are so stupid that you will believe that the war in Ukraine is exactly what is happening right now. And the war in Ukraine is the reason why you're having high gas prices. You don't believe me? Energy Secretary again saying it today. The war in Ukraine. Give me even more determination to get this energy transition right. They are hell-bent on forcing you into that electric vehicle. How many of you can afford right now with high inflation, with the economy, what's going on now, with interest rates rising, to just throw down fifty to $75,000 on a car? That, by the way, is not going to save you any money in the short term anyway. Because you're going to be paying to fill up that car with the electricity that's coming from fossil fuels when you plug it into your high-speed f- high charging station in your house, paying $0.34 cents a kilowatt hour. Doesn't matter because their ideology is an ideology that you submit to or you are punished. Insert the energy secretary. Listen to this. So for me, Putin's actions and the resolve of the Ukrainian people give me even more determination to get this energy transition right. You know, the truth is, I know this, the U.S. government has always partnered with the energy industry in times of need for over 100 years, over 120 years. The oil and gas industry has powered our nation and has gotten us to where we are today. And we are eternally grateful for that. And we want you to power this country for the next 100 years with zero carbon technologies. I think it's it's often um, hard to see history in the making when you're right at the middle of it. But I think that we are on the cusp of the most important transition that human society has ever seen. There it is. We are on the cusp of the most incredible moment that this society has ever seen. But we are on the cusp, the most important transition that human society has ever seen. And I hope we look back on 2022, she went on to say, as the year that the world took giant steps to improve energy security and to tackle climate change. If you don't think they're doing this on purpose, you're not paying attention. In other words, get your head out of your rear end and wake up, America. Because this is all being done on purpose. They are wanting you to feel the pain because they have an ideology of submit or be punished. And your punishment of these gas prices, your punishment is what it costs to buy goods and services. Your punishment is to be broke because none of these people that I've been playing for you and none of these people that are making these decisions, one, None of them are in electric vehicles right now. The president isn't in one. He's on Air Force One. The vice president in one. She's on a private plane, Air Force Two. They're getting in their huge SUVs, which are heavier because of their security needs, okay, and burn more fuel than any other SUV on the road. The energy secretary was driven to this speech and flew and on a plane that burned fossil fuels. None of these people None of them 
I, I, I don't know how many different ways to say this. None of them are going to suffer right now. Hell, they're probably figuring out ways to make money off of this. And that's why they laugh at your face. That's why they laugh and say gas prices, huh, you're concerned and you're paying the pump even as it intensifies. Well, you wouldn't be feeling this if you would submit. Remember, back in May, last year, here it is. Five and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Uh- <laughs> That's right. If you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you. I go back to my basic question. How many poor Americans, how many Americans that voted for Joe Biden, voted for Joe Biden, and also when they voted for Joe Biden, they thought to themselves, you know what? When I vote for Joe Biden, I'm going to have to pay for a fifty dollars to $70,000 vehicle, but I'm excited and glad to do it because somehow that's going to be good for me. That's going to be good for my family. If I got a large family, when was the last time you saw a big old van that was a high, that was a electric vehicle? And you also notice something they're saying right now. They've moved on, my friends, from, hi- from, from hybrid vehicles. Oh, that's not an option anymore. you got to drive a full electric vehicle. Screw your hybrid. Mayor Pete talked about last week, we're putting $50 billion on infrastructure where you can crisscross America, plugging in your car, sitting there, wasting one to three hours of your life, charging it every 240 miles. <laughs> I'm going to play for you a clip here. I want to make this very clear. This is unedited. This is raw. It's real. It's not a spoof. This is not a joke. We just sent the vice president of the United States of America to Poland, to Warsaw, right? To go figure out how we can stop the Russians from invading other countries outside of Ukraine. Because clearly this White House has already given up on Ukraine. Like, no, we can't even get them airplanes, right? We're playing, we're playing, uh, we're playing checkers while the other guys are playing chess in Russia. We're trying to figure out how to get them airplanes through Poland, land them here, then hand them over. And no, we can't make that happen. The woman who went to go figure all this out, by the way, the woman who's second in line to the presidency, sitting there in Poland and Warsaw, and this is what she had to say today. I, I, I either, either there's two options here. She's an idiot, or her speechwriter's an idiot, and she's too stupid to figure out where the hell she is in the world. Listen. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies, and what is at stake at this very moment. Is it the northern flank or the eastern flank, Mr. Producer? Which one is it? Because there's a big difference, sweetheart. What is at stake this very moment are some of the guiding principles around the NATO alliance, and in particular, the issue and the importance of defending Sovereignty and territorial integrity, in this case of Ukraine. There it is. And yeah, in the case, we're, we're right here. I'm here standing here on that northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank of our NATO allies. People ask me all the time, Ben, why do you own a gun store? This is why. Because I don't trust governments to protect and defend me. This is why. This is exactly why all the people in Ukraine right now are wishing they had unlimited firepower, which they did not have before they started handing out guns to grandma and grandpa two weeks ago when they realized, holy crap, we need guns. These are the people that are running this country. This is exactly why. 
I sell guns because Americans and people need to be able to protect and defend themselves because when the you-know-what hits the fan, this is the woman supposed to fix it. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO. She doesn't even know where she is. We're on the verge of World War III, and what's at stake this very moment at, are some of the guiding principles around the NATO alliance, alliance, as she put it, and I'm not sure if I'm on the northern flank or the eastern flank or talking about the eastern northern flank, but by golly, I flew here, and I'm here, and I got here using fossil fuels, and the cars that drove me around are driving me around with fossil fuels, by golly, but you guys in America that are paying five, six dollars a gallon know this. Should have bought an electric car because I said so. That wraps up how screwed up this country is right now, and it only took them a year to do it. Imagine what they're going to do over the next three. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, if you want to, you know, as, as they continue to try to punish all of us with the, ideology of punishment if you don't own an electric car and they're still obsessed with forcing you into buying that electric car you may be asking yourself this question does joe biden own an electric vehicle now we've seen joe biden in a camaro no it was a corvette it was a corvette that's right it was a corvette when he was doing like one of the shows on tv and he did this little thing with him and i think it was colin powell and jay leno so we know he's got that gas guzzler, right? Like, that's no problem. He's checkmarked that. Biggest plane in the world, check that. Big motor K with a bunch of big engines, check that. Any of them electric? Hell no. But does Biden even, like, have an electric vehicle in solidarity? We know he can afford it. We see, we know. We know how much money his family was making, right? With a, with a crime family under Hunter Biden and his brother. Like, we've seen how much money they got, actually, oddly enough, out of Ukraine and out of China. There are days when I just miss the way that the president says China. I miss those days. I miss waking up in the morning knowing I've got low gas prices, a mean tweet coming, and there's a good chance that Donald Trump's going to say China. I do miss it. 
White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki asked if Biden owns an electric vehicle. Yeah, here's her answer. You guys are pushing electric vehicles today. This is a president who always talks about the power of our example. Mm-hmm. Does he own an electric vehicle? Presidents of the United States don't do a lot of driving. He's posted videos where he's revving the engine of his Corvette in Wilmington. He owns cars. And he also has driven electric vehicles as president, as, as to give a model to the rest of the country. Does he own one? I think the president's record on this is clear, Peter. Presence of the United States. I, I love this. The answer is hell no. No, he's got a Corvette. It's got a huge engine in it, and he likes to suck gas. Right? But she's like, well, he drove one once. And he also has driven electric vehicles as president. as, as to give a mo- He drove one once. Well, hell, I've, dri- I, I've flown a, a, a jet before. It doesn't mean that I can go get, sign up with the Blue Angels tomorrow, you moron. Model to the rest of the country. Does he own one? I think the president's record on this is clear, Peter. Presence of the United States, current, and when they are no longer, typically are not doing a lot of driving. Yeah, they're not doing a lot of driving, so why don't you just shove it? She reminds me of like, but I didn't inhale type of response, isn't it? Like, you know, Bill Clinton, I, 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 did you smoke weed? I didn't inhale. <laughs> Do I own an electric car? Now I'm the president. I don't drive much. Just when you see me in my Corvette in Delaware, I drive them. I do drive some of them. Yes. But besides that, don't have to worry about it. Everything's cool. By the way, I've been t- I've been warning you. Don't don't wear a let's go Brandon mask. You'll get kicked off airplanes. A man was just kicked off a Delta flight for wearing a blank Joe Biden sweater. So the ugly sweaters, they won't let you do that either. That's not that's not an option. OK, CNN also still, even with the absence of Jeff Zucker at the helm, is per now promoting White House talking points on quote, quote, quote Putin price hikes. Yes. Republicans act as though it's Biden who caused inflation, but apparently just in two weeks, all the inflation just happened out of nowhere because of Vladimir Putin. Everything for the last year wasn't really happening, folks. It's all Putin's fault. A new inflation report from the federal government today shows the consumer price index up 7.9% over the last year. That's an increase that we have not seen in 40 years since January of 1982. Prices for food and housing up dramatically, not to mention record high energy costs, which have only gone up since Russia invaded Ukraine. President Biden blames Putin, saying, quote, today's inflation report is a reminder that Americans' budgets are being stretched by price increases and families are starting to feel the impacts of Putin's price hike. A large contributor to inflation this month was an increase in gas and energy prices as markets reacted to Putin's aggressive actions. CNN Global Economics. There it is. Yes, it's all it's all Putin's fault. I mean, so was there any inflation before he invaded? Yeah. Was it actually hitting 40 year highs before Putin invaded? Yes. And over the past 12 months, we're at 7.9, which is a 12 month average. Yes. So Camerato just flat out lied to you. Camerato's exact quote. Okay, so you. As you probably know, many politicians act as though it's President Biden who caused inflation and that he can fix this. Can he do something about it? Let's bring in our expert to push this propaganda on the American people. Ready, set, go. Analyst Rana Fruhar joins us now. Rana, great to have you here. Okay, so as you probably know, many politicians act as though... It's President Biden who caused inflation and that he can fix this. Yes, let's laugh that off, right? Because it's a 12-month average and we invaded two weeks ago. Uh, all this has to be the fault of Putin. None of this can be Joe Biden's fault. Can he do something about it? Well, he- I, I also love the incompetency now of, of just the media. Like, I used to have to work with these people. 
And they're not as dumb as they're playing this on TV. I, I, I do want to make that very clear. All right. I had to deal with Allison Camerano and debate her for seven long years when I was a conservative fighting the good fight over at CNN. They're not this dumb, folks. I, I, I want you to understand that. They are not this stupid. But this is the only way they know how to defend Joe Biden. And over and over again, you hear right now, Joe Biden's default uh, and what he keeps going to, right, over and over again, what he keeps going to is, well, I can't control everything. I can't control Putin. I can't control gas prices. I can't control the economy. I can't control inflation. Then, then, then why are you the president? If you can't do anything that you ran on, you ran on doing all of these things. And then when it's the, when you start enacting your policies and they turn into disasters and you, then you're like, well, I can't do it. I can't do any of these things that I'm telling you I need to do that. You know that. Well, it's all I have. It's like he says he has no power. And then the media's like, all right, we'll go with that plan. Let's see how this works. I mean, the energy secretary, Graham Holm, pleads with fossil fuel executives to up production in private but in public tells you to go buy a car that you can't afford. Let's not overlook that. Let me go back to when she was on Bloomberg. When the, uh, Bloomberg asked her when gas was 289 a gallon, okay, last year, about what they were going to do to get prices under control. This was a year ago at 289, and this was her response then. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> Oh, my God. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. That tells you everything you need to know. She was laughing because there is no plan. There has never been a plan by Granholm to to do any of this, to fix this. They needed these prices to go up. The conversation around Granholm's viral moment comes that the average price of a gallon of gasoline is now at $4.38 a gallon compared to $2.81 a gallon at the same time last year when she was laughing and saying she doesn't have a plan. Two-thirds of Americans said gas prices were already too expensive, even when the national average hit $3.50 a gallon a few weeks ago. Over half of motorists, 59%, admit that the price, if the price hit $4 a gallon, they would make changes to their driving habits or lifestyle. And that's exactly what this is about. If prices continue in this direction, reaching $5 a gallon, three-quarters of motorists surveyed admit they would have to alter their lifestyles, how they live. For instance, the natural, national average for a gallon of regular gasoline now in California is almost $6 a gallon. And the Biden administration says, good. We have no plan to stop this. We refuse to commit to increasing oil production in the United States to help alleviate gas prices, as well as dismissing every argument from anybody, including the oil experts, that reviving the Keystone XL pipeline, which Biden halted right after he got into office, is part of the solution to easing the pain at the pump. As Biden said to reporters, it's going to go up, folks. Can't do much right now. Russia is responsible. So that is everything now at this White House. Blame Russia. Blame Russia for everything. Jen Psaki said it would take too long to build the Keystone Pipeline. We should just invest in clean energy. Don't forget, 
Just two weeks ago, she said this about the Keystone Pipeline. You just said that, you know, less supply raises prices. It's not in our strategic interest to reduce the supply. We also know, you know, the president as recently as yesterday talked about increasing domestic manufacturing to bring down prices on uh, inflated items like goods. So why not apply the same logic to energy and increase domestic production here? Well, there are 9,000 approved oil leases that the oil companies are not tapping into currently, so I would ask them that question. Is there nothing that the administration can do to get those providers back to pre-pandemic levels? Do you think the oil companies don't have enough money to drill on the places that have been pre-approved? Just asking. I would would point that question to them, and we can talk about it more tomorrow when you learn more. Do you think that opening the Keystone Pipeline and having more energy-friendly policies might do that? The Keystone Pipeline has never been operational. It would take years for that to have any impact. I know a number of members of Congress have suggested that, but that is a proposed solution that has no relationship or would have no impact on what the problem is. We hear all agree is an issue. You, You notice this, right? The trend here? This isn't a problem. $5, $6 gallon gas. This is an opportunity. They wanted this, folks, and they want you to be punished until you submit to their way of life. That is it. That's the whole ballgame for them. This is a huge, massive opportunity that they've been waiting for since 2008. In 2008, we had the last time the gas prices were this close to this high, right? That was all-time record in 08. And what happened in 2008? You had an energy secretary then that was on the record saying we need gas prices to skyrocket so that Americans will be forced at that point, they said, into hybrid vehicles. Notice no one's talking about hybrid vehicles in this administration. No, they've moved straight past that technology. It's electric full on, folks. It's an electric vehicle, plain and simple. That's what they want you to go to. You need to go to an electric vehicle. And if you don't go to electric vehicle, you're the worst person in the world. So you're going to be punished because they have an ideology of punishing those that do not submit. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.